to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Alexa Hauser, and with me is another one of your hosts, Ambrosia Matthews. Hello, all. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to this event. We this. Oh, geez. And this really is an event. Um, it's one of our favorite events of every month when we get to sit down and talk to our dear friend and resident inner bloom astrologer, Michael Boyle. Woo! Well, it's a pleasure to be here once again. You are quite the celebrity, let me tell you. Because when whenever we whenever we talk to anyone who listens to the show, they just every time they're just like, "Who is Michael? I just love him. What's his deal?" Magical Michael. <gasps> there you go, Magic Mike. No, that's a different white situation. Magic Mike. <laughs> we've, right? we've tried this before. <laughs> no, we, tr- we tried this before. I don't. So we tried the. We, we just spoke a bit ago about saying things nice to me it makes me uncomfortable. So, oh. <laughs> so I'm just gonna deflect. That's all right. Oh, we're gonna have to work on that. <laughs> all right. We are. I'm gonna. I'm have, you're gonna have to, to take work it in on that. Right. Uh, <laughs> and also get get your votes in for who's got the who's got the best here. Is it, yeah. Because my, my vote goes for Ambie. My, <laughs> Michael let his full hair down. He's going full Lord of the Rings, and we love it. <laughs> full lion today, and I yeah. like it. Absolutely. Uh, so, but uh, so I'm really, I'm blessed it. It's really, uh, really great to be here. So, hang on a second, because uh, we're just actually we're still we're like a day or so still into Sagittarius season. So if you remember from last time, Sagittarius is all about like exploration, uh, like exploring like new realms new lands also like mm. spirituality philosophy all that kind of thing um so how has it been that makes a lot of, of you? sense yeah what have you been up to are you um, thinking of the mystic manor yeah yeah i was thinking of that too well no just being at the mystic we were at the mystic manor um positive heads retreat space and uh with brandon beecham a couple weeks ago and that was very much that way the set, mm-hmm. What you were saying, like exploring new exploration. realms, exploring new like Beliefs. philosophies, yeah, yeah, parts of ourselves, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. And also it was like physically like a long journey to get there, I'd imagine as well. So it's like all in one. Yeah. Oh, it was Not like a five-hour trip. Wait, what does the long journey have to do with getting there? Yeah, what does you mean? Uh, exploration. Is, yeah, because it's like about like exploration of like ideas and concepts, but also like physically, you know what I mean? Oh, um, Okay. Well, we did. Yeah, all- we have spent the past month legitimately like traveling a ton. Yep. Like, like more great. more in this past month than ever before. So that makes sense. 
Well, I mean, me too, because actually, as far as the spirituality and stuff, I have, I have, I was saying to to Nicolette, hi Nicolette, I was saying like uh, that my my wizard hat or whatever has been off like the whole month because I've been moving. Talk about like exp- you know, exploration and stuff. Yeah. I moved from Uruguay and now I'm back in Scotland. So coming mm. to you live. That's what I wanted to say at the start of the recording. Anyway, so anyway, coming to you live from Scotland. Uh, so yeah, got on a How's- got a plane. I did two whole days of traveling. And I uh, still, haven't, still haven't put up my thing on the wall, so just a white <laughs> wall behind me. But uh, yeah, like, so the whole spirituality, philosophy side of thing was just like on hold. And this is my, this is like the first magical thing I've done in like a whole month because it's just been real world, like packing up this and sailing this and getting on a plane. And mm, mad. Yeah, a lot of hustle yeah. and bustle. Really exciting. Right. Hustle and bustle. Nice. Very nice. Well, congrats uh, on the move. Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> how was your <laughs> how was your sag season besides that uh that was pretty much all it was it was but it was also like i i there was a couple of places i hadn't been to yet in uruguay uh, so i wanted to see those there's a really cool place called cabo polonio which is in uruguay and it's like you no know, it's like in a beach town and it's kind of known for like they basically don't use a lot of electricity and oh. it's kind of like total it's kind of like uruguay's answer to the mystic manner now i think about it it's kind of like a kind of hippie beach town where everyone's just like cool and just like goes to the beach and just hangs out cool no electricity though huh yeah like like limited electricity yeah huh interesting is there any yeah, reason cool. for that or is it just like not appropriate like i, I think that they just keep it like that so that it can kind of have that like old-timey kind of feel where you can kind of escape from you can't even get to the by car you have to like get a bus to the middle of nowhere and then they take you over these like sand dunes and it's like big buggy thing wow. and it drives you over and then you arrive there here yeah, really cool that's pretty awesome hmm. yeah, good times that was pretty really cool. good times so we got loads of exploration and like a long distance travel and stuff like that but now we're going to capricorn season which we finally arrived i'm a capricorn son we finally arrived in the best season of the whole zodiac <laughs> happy almost birthday that's what I'm talking about. Yes, we're <laughs> in the, the 23rd. Uh, so basically after all, all this, you know, basically everything, as I, when I started learning astrology, the best way to learn about it is like stereotypes and exaggerating. And the best way oh. is to find out what's in your own chart and then embody like that exaggeration. So <laughs> everything that's about Capricorn is about like goals and like basically like work, like working towards goals and like putting in a sort of work dedication objective, like sacrifice as well. Just like finding, cause like the thing about <laughs> not, not human sacrifice. Alexa and I are no longer happy about Capricorn <laughs> season. Oh, I'm, I, I'm here to sell it to you because Capricorn, I'm really where it gets a bad rap. It's right. Remember we were saying last time that like yeah. Gemini's always like get like a bad rap and stuff like that. Capricorn yeah. as well, because everyone says we're really boring, which oh, I'm going to say. I don't think is, you're boring. I've got a Leo rising high five. High five. Um, but like the definitely capricorn like a bit boring a bit like work oriented uh the symbol for capricorn is a goat and so the thing is about goats like climbing mountains right but it's like they're really good at it they're just like you know those pictures of goats that are just like it's like a sheer rock face and they somehow manage to like get up you know exactly and then when they fall they just get right back up they're intense that's what i'm talking about yeah 
that's the whole thing. So Capricorn, so essentially after all the, the fun and everything of like of Sagittarius, it's like, cool, we've seen the world. Now it's time to like get home and like put it into practice. You like make something out of it. You know, it's like Capricorn, I think is like, <laughs> this is just different ways of saying it's boring. But anyway, so it's like. That means Ambie, sit like, down at your computer and do some work. You don't know my life, Alexa, okay? <laughs> Alexa does. She does know my life very much. Also, you broadcast a lot of your life just like to the world. So probably a lot of people do know your life pretty well. That's true. What they don't know is that I don't like to work. And so I will distract myself in any way. Well, you don't like to, you don't like to do traditional work. I don't like to do traditional work. I like, um, I know a lot of you will be shocked to find out that I'm um, much more feminine energy, creative, I know, right? It's very shocking. So sitting down in, in that masculine energy of like logic and doing numbers and things like that is um, something I'm working on. And that's where I come in. <laughs> and that's why she's <laughs> my partner. <laughs> Can yeah. you say that again? That's why she's my... My partner. partner. But I meant no, business but... partner. Partner. Uh, but just partner. Partner. That's what... partner. partner. So Maybe that's start teaching me some slang. Yeah. Boston, my partner. Boston, boomer slang. <laughs> boomer. Anyway, so so Capricorn's over there. It's basically the the sign of like get real is like the way I put it. So that's like when I was like first learning, I was like I've got five planets in Capricorn in my in my chart. So I was like something all about. So yeah. I'm just like Capricorn's like where stuff actually happens. So like every other sign is basically a big waste of time. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. It's like that. All right. Damn. Shit. Right. Shit got real. <laughs> so basically, it's it's 11 months of holiday and then one month of work. <laughs> work, 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 work. That's my kind Capricorns, of year. Capricorns, they work, 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 Go work. Go work, bitch, work. <laughs> Better work, bitch. Right? I've never heard that song. Although as a Capricorn, I probably should. So the thing, so you that's what that essentially the focus well. is, is going to be. It's going to be in like like uh making things of so like you've been learning you've been studying you've like been out you've traveled you've been like going to cabo polonia where there's no electricity and now it's like well what was the point let's like make something out of it let's like find a mountain get to the top and see what's up there you know um and even that you know even on this podcast there's a lot of stuff like about like you know business and stuff like that that's totally valid it doesn't have to be like boring and stuff it can be you can do it ambi style you can make it interesting oh cool I like that. I like that we're using my name in that way. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the part. Ambi style. Yeah. I like that, actually. Uh, okay, so uh, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Cool. So Saturn Saturn also gets a bit of a bad rap. And anyone who's listening, and probably both of you as well, who've had uh, an astrology session with me, I've heard, I've, I've heard me talk about Saturn at length because I love the guy, even though everyone, <laughs> everyone thinks he's boring. So, I love that guy. Because I'm boring too. Oh, wait, right now, here's tuning in one of one – of, Whitney, I was just telling him how um, – I was just telling Michael how, like, every time we talk about him, someone's like – or we talk to anyone, people are like, I just love Michael. Whitney loves you. She says, hey, ladies, love that dude. Alex Anderson says, hello, I'm a Capricorn. Woo! What? High five to you. Ready? There we go. <laughs> God, that would be so funny if you accidentally hit your camera. I, I almost did, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I almost. I don't know if you're just making me feel better, but it's a good no. time. Okay. It's almost the podcast is almost over. Um, <laughs> so, so Saturn. Okay. Saturn. Hey. So the way that I explain Saturn and 
anyone who said a reading with me, they've heard almost this like exact word mm -hmm. for word. Saturn's kind of like uh, a parent who sets rules that you don't really get as a child. So it's kind of like, you know, like don't eat all that chocolate. You won't eat your dinner, right? And then you as a child, you're like, to be honest, if I'm going to fill up on chocolate or I don't know, like chicken or whatever, I'm going to, yeah. I'm or vegetables. I don't even eat chicken. And it's like the, the, I'm going to eat the chocolate because it is, it tastes better. But then you get older and you look back and you're like, okay, made sense. The chocolate was not going to fill me up. It doesn't matter if it tastes better. Right. So it's like right. when you see the bigger picture, you understand that it was for your own good. So that's what Saturn's kind of doing to you all this time. But we're never really going to see the big picture until <clears throat> like we're on the other side. So oh, Saturn's yeah. always going to kind of seem a little bit unfair to us in a little way so so but it's like that's the whole shadow work thing no it's about just like challenges that you're like oh it's all for like my greater my greater good yeah. and all my purpose and stuff it still sucks yeah. <laughs> but you can kind of like get it and be like okay what am i supposed to learn this time you know yeah. so <laughs> can i ask a question related to this yeah on topic um i thought pluto was about shadow work so definitely about shadow work saturn's got more to do with like restrictions and boundaries and stuff like okay that. Um, so it's kind of just like stuff that you're that you find kind of like difficult. So where Saturn is in your chart usually shows something that's kind of like doesn't come too easy for you. It's like a restriction or something that's missing. Uh, I put those more to do with something missing, but stuff that doesn't really flow uh, to to you the way that it, that it kind of does for most people. And then through that you end up growing. Okay. Mm. So I'll give you an exact example. Uh, Ambi, your chart, Ambi, I love oh, looking at okay. it because it's beautiful, first of all. And oh, second of all, because it's really easy to read because it's exactly you <laughs> all over it. So in this case, your Saturn, um, where Saturn is in your natal chart, it's usually because he moves quite slow. He spends about two and a half years in every sign. It's more, um, as far as like the impact on one person, you can usually see it more in the house it's in. So Ambi, Saturn is in Libra in your fourth house. So this the kind of like restriction and, and everything that you were faced in that you face in your life has been around family. And especially when you were when you were a child, of course, like big shock and all about big that. shock yeah. there. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, exactly right. You know, and also the fact that it's opposite your moon. Because remember, you, I think I told you before, we've, you've got a mm -hmm. kite in your chart, and the spine of it is like Platter uh, and Suto. I'm still doing that. Saturn and Pluto at the bottom, and they're opposite the moon. So it's like this whole like childhood like needs thing, like not being met, and that's what's mm -hmm. kind of led to your development and like unfoldment of as Ambrosia Matthews that we all know and love. Hmm. So. Perfect example of someone who's embraced it and just fucking nailed it. Well, thank you. Michael, right. you're so sweet. Thank you. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking nailed, nailed it. it. That's going to be on it's a my... pillow. <laughs> you fucking nailed it. My kids are going to be it, like, what's mate. the same, mommy? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Alexa, your, your uh, Saturn, your natal chart is in Sag in your 11th house, right? So it's a little bit, I had to dig a bit deeper for this one. So 11th house is about like, could be a difficulty kind of around like friendships and like kind of social acceptance, but you're always quite a, you told me quite like a magnetic person. Um, so I figured it, it might be a little bit more about, uh, that it might be difficult for you to see how exactly you can best like save the world. Because a lot of that in, in 11th house, it's like, there's that drive to like save the world. And for you, it could be like, you really want to like, save the planet but you're not sure like the best exact way to like go about it so you've had to kind of like work hard and like kind of pay attention and study to like to get to that point where you are now where you kind of like figured okay cool this is how i'm going to do it uh, but it's like you'll have had the benefit of that not being so obvious has led you to like try a lot of different things and you'll have learned loads like on the way i think yeah but 
I, well, I like that interpretation, but actually the friendships and relationships thing triggers more because even though I might seem like a magnetic person on the outside, I actually, that has been a theme of what's been coming up this past month, um, community, and then like creating my own happiness, like in, in my friendships and in my relationships, like, um, it's been a big, even when we were at a different retreat, I got sick because I was like resisting connecting with people. Like there was all this stuff from childhood coming up about like connection, social anxiety, all this stuff that on the outside, I don't think it appears, but on the inside, I struggle with quite a bit. So that's interesting. Yeah. But you're doing really good at processing it. You're, you need to give yourself more credit. I, I am. I just am saying. Thank you. But I just am saying. It's it's something that keeps coming to my attention more and more. So, And, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Well, that's, that's exactly it. Like it could have – it's something that you notice there's like resistance or there's like uh, a difficulty there and then deciding to like work on it, you know. And then it's through that work that you end up – you have to work like, you know, harder – than like yeah. you know other people would to get to the same point but through yeah. that like you just grow so so fast exactly exactly like it's something that um i've now like i'm really like learning to put focus on and attention on and realize that if i don't put that focus and attention on it it will just go back to my old like default patterns which make me really unhappy so it's cool like mm-hmm. it's a cool growth edge um great Cor- so we have a comment from yeah comment someone break. Courtney said Saturn was in Capricorn and is in the fourth house. What is the fourth house? So the fourth house, this is great. A question from the audience. Amazing. Yeah. So fourth house, you'll be in this, uh, fourth house has got a lot to do with roots. It's ruled by the IC, which is like the very bottom, like uh, cardinal point of your chart. So it's got a lot to do with family and um, like roots as well as like kind of like a, having a strong base and everything. So like family, but like, the actual physical members of your family, but also like what that represents, like coming from a home, that kind of thing. So uh, most common uh, way for that to come up would be that that sense of home wouldn't be entirely solid in some way, either like coming from like a, a broken home or like an otherwise kind of difficult situation, maybe like moving a lot, like when you were a child, I don't know, but in some sense, the, the result is going to be not having that like solid like structure underneath mm-hmm. you so that like there'll have been like a, a difficulty or like a blockage there so you'll have had to like work hard on yourself i would guess to 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 build that to like compensate for it so mm-hmm. that, like that's probably where a lot of your um like hard work will have been and that you'll probably have grown up and ended up being like a really like strong like self-sufficient person and capable of like providing that sense of home like for yourself mm-hmm. and also to other people like friends and also like family or like kids or whoever else nailed cool. it yeah, nailed it. Well, what Ambie's got, so I would guess, yeah. like... Tough, tough childhood, but I've created the childhood that I wanted for my kids. Courtney there says, ah, makes sense, exclamation point. Thank you. There you go, Michael. Here we go. You did it. <laughs> You're Here's teaching next. everybody Who's astrology. <laughs> Seriously. I was just thinking that. I was like, I love that we do this every month because I just pick – I learn more. You know, like I yeah. feel like I'm getting to learn about it in a fun way. So. Is anybody else seeing their mouths delayed or is that me? Is anyone seeing us delayed on the Facebook Live? If you are, let us know. If not, just keep watching. There's literally nothing we can do about it. It's just freaking me out. Okay. I don't – it doesn't look like the mouth is delayed. I'm watching. Well, anyway. 
Speaking of, speaking of learning astrology, I want to make sure as the astrology teacher, I want to make sure that Ambi gets a gold star for saying about Pluto being shadow work. Great job. Thank you. Good Never. job. Didn't want to have to go by without a gold star. Okay. Um, so do you remember earlier on in the year, we were talking a lot about, and I'm going to try and say their names right this time, Pluto and Saturn being like almost conjunct. And then they both went retrograde, so they kind of like separated again. So they're coming back in, and this was around a uh, cancer thing, and I'm uh, sick of these two motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Motherfuckers. I am. Somebody so, commented on our thing last time. They were like, Amby, your comment about Pluto cracks me up. Motherfucker. <laughs> that was my comment. I, I, uh, that was so funny. When you guys did a, an episode on Pluto, you were just like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's from the Michael Ball School that's of Astrology. Him. Pluto equals fuck. <laughs> Pluto is like, I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pluto. Oh, um, my belly hurts. So, so the th- so the good news, right, is that so these guys are coming closer to, um being conjunct again and they're going to go exactly conjunct on the 12th of january and from that point onwards they're going to be drifting further and further apart so it's 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 almost over guys we're almost out of it for another like 30 years what is what does that mean though like what does that mean so so pluto's gone right no pluto's (laughs) out of here (laughs) you're out of here (laughs) wait so what voice was that (laughs) When I did, yes, I think it was um, the in a. I think it was from the Naked Gun when they were playing. <laughs> they were playing baseball or something, and then the, the is it an umpire? In baseball? Can you do it again? You're out of here. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the creepiest. Kind of sounded like a robot or alien or something. <laughs> okay. This is the most fun you can have. Is coming oh. here as a guest, unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So, so okay. So what it Pluto's means is, gone. So Pluto and Saturn, they're coming, they're coming, they're going to be exactly conjunct 12th of January. And after that, they're going to drift further apart. So like for another like 29 years, they're going to chill for a little bit. <sighs> Sky Daddy chill. Okay. And what does so that mean gonna... for us? Though? Sky Daddy chill. It's, it means for us that, so oh, as shit. they're together, first of all, they're, they're the two, for me, the two, the two baddest, baddest boys of the, of the whole thing. So yeah. every time that they're together, it means that when like they're opposite something or conjunct something or like. Uh, in some kind of aspect to another planet means that they're kind of like together. So they're kind of like both of them Magnified. at the same time is going to be, yeah, going to be hard to deal with because like Pluto being about like this whole shadow work and things and Saturn being about restriction, just like, I mean, come on, like <laughs> if you're going to deal with the shadow work and be restricted about the same time, it's not going to be a fun time. Mm. So it's like, you just get really faced with like your own limitations and stuff, which is never fun. But like after the fact, you can look back and like really learn loads, which is what I'm going to talk about when we get to the full moon. Unbelievable. So I just, just got this image it. of you're like strapped to a chair with your hands tied behind your back. And then you have the things like keeping your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> it's they're playing a video of like your, your all your shit, but you can't um, even do anything. You're just like, ah, and you have to watch it. They just show me show me videos of people complimenting me, and I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Stop being so nice. Stop being so nice. Um, so I wanna I wanna. Can you bring up pick number one? Oh yeah, sure. Alexa, you got it. Because this is from. Oh, so this is uh, I've got this highlighted I've got this on my own my own computer over here 
Okay. Hurry up and load. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, I thought no, you were talking to me. Talking, I'm talking to my computer. Okay. Jeez, would, that would be I would be never be that rude. I know, right? Like, wow. <laughs> I would be hurt you think that I was aimed at you. Anyway, so this is from the day that um, the, the sun goes into Capricorn when it comes up on the screen. So that's the 21st or 22nd of December, depends on where exactly you are. And it'll be there from the 9th to, until the 19th to the 20th of January, by the way, I didn't mention that. Isn't there a so, new moon on that 21st? The new moon is on the 25th, actually. Damn. Okay. Sorry. 25th, 26th. Sounded so, for a second. I know. I was like, oh, fishing for massive gold stars over here. <laughs> <laughs> Epic fail. So on the right-hand side here, we've got all these guys that are highlighted in purple. Um, we've got the Sun, Jupiter, the South Node, uh, Saturn, and then Pluto. So I just want to point out that because there's five objects, even though the South Node isn't really an object, it's still a point, it still counts. Four um, planets or more is what we call a stellium in uh, it's a, it's a fancy astrology word of the of the month a stellium so because it's all these guys in one sign um it just basically means a huge amount of focus going on in there so i was born actually with five planets in capricorn in my chart and anyone else got a stellium put your hands up and then post it and they think so i love looking at stelliums uh, it basically means a huge amount of focus on that area of the chart it also means in a natal chart it would usually mean um that there was there's like areas of your life that you're kind of like not here to work on or things that maybe if you work on a there's not going to be a huge amount of focus so if you wanted to um do something in that area of life it would take like extra effort because you're not getting any planets there so it's not really going to be like a natural part of your of your personality so but a transit stellium and um, where you've got all these guys in in uh, in capricorn it means that if there's in the same way that with Saturn and Pluto being together, any aspects they have to any like of your natal planets, uh, it's going to be kind of like doubled up. So all this stuff in Capricorn for both of you, um, Alexa, you've got uh, because you have uh, your Sun, your Moon, and also Mercury in Taurus. Then this uh, all this Capricorn action is going to be training, which is a thumbs up, good time. Oh, good. It's going to be, right, right? Good stuff. It's going to be training your your stuff in, in Taurus. So it's kind of going to be giving you a nice, a nice juicy, a nice juicy boost around this time of year, which because um, the sun and certainly Venus and Mercury are always together, I'd imagine at this time of year, you, 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 can, you kind of like it. Probably a good time of year for you. Like, you know, I know it's the holidays and stuff is always good, but in your case, like, great. Is, is that is that the case or not so good? Um, yeah, I mean, it's not really it's not really a bad time for me. I think it does, though, bring up like it always brings up things from the past this time of year. Of course, it does for everyone, but not so much in the way of family like most people, more so in the way of like reuniting with like people from my past and stuff like mm -hmm. tonight I'm seeing someone from my past I haven't seen in like four years. And so – but I, but I, but every, but that's a pattern and I'm just recognizing now every time this pattern comes up, I get a little like afraid and then I do it and then I feel, I feel more whole. Like I feel more whole from reuniting. So anyway, sure. It's yeah. a good time of year, I but, guess. But no, that, that makes sense because it's your sun and your moon that are in Taurus, which are like, you're kind of your baseline like personality like your masculine uh -huh. side your feminine side and around this time of year they get trained which is a thumbs up good time right. uh so that it's like the transiting planets are just kind of like being nice to like your core identity which kind of makes uh -huh. sense you know if you're reconnecting with family of course that's kind of what christmas and because you guys have thanksgiving as well yeah. so you've got that you've got all kinds of things going on this time of year um, uh -huh. around family so that's great yeah 
Cool. Right. Thank you. So, Amber, you because Amber, you've got uh, some stuff in Cancer, which is on the other side of the chart from Capricorn. Um, in this case, it's it's maybe like this time of year that, uh, and because the stuff that you've got in Cancer is in the twelfth house, which mm-hmm. um, is about like you know that's essentially that's your your psychic gifts and your mediumship yeah. skills come from your twelfth house, I would say. <clears throat> So I think it's kind of interesting. I'm going to interpret that is that this time of year with this, uh, when things come through Capricorn, it's like there's like a focus away from like your, let's say like supernatural gifts, you know, which would kind of make sense because I mean, family, I mean, you're you're a mom, (laughs) you know? And so like Christmas time, it's like, it's not about, you know, if you've got children, it's about them, you know, that's the whole thing. So can I say though, I really like this sounds selfish, but I really don't like this time of year. It's not my favorite. Like I love Christmas. I think the Christmas season is really fun, but it feels like that doomsday, like winter is coming and <laughs> yeah. I really hate it. I really hate winter with my whole heart. And being. <laughs> so people that have known me for a while, I've started to be like, oh, I'm just kind of like depressed. And a few people are like, you get like this every winter. It's okay. This will pass. Like trying to talk me off the ledge. And I'm like, okay, that's right. It'll pass. So maybe it's because I feel disconnected from that mediumship intuitive side. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I like how, I like how you tied that up at the end. That's great. No, I mean, it's, it's not great that you don't have a good time. But, yeah, it's okay. But the, it's all right. The way you yeah. said that. No, I, I don't really like Christmas either. But uh, it's the, no, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe that would be like taking away from like the version of yourself that you kind of want to embody more and more, certainly in the last like, yeah. few years, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Nice. Um, I want to say as well, because like the Capricorn, so like Aries, Cancer, uh, Libra and Capricorn are cardinal signs. The, the reason, because... If you look at like in astronomy, if you look at like where the sun is just now, it's not moving into Capricorn. It's probably moving into Aquarius because of the precession of the equinox. The like stuff all moved around. But the astrology that I practice, um, which is tropical astrology, the we keep things fixed like according to dates in the calendar. And the reason is that Capricorn then is like the it's like the beginning of winter. It's like this because it fixed with the solstice and everything. And um, so I actually tend to like I don't. I mean, Christmas is like a cool time for a family and stuff. But um, Jess and I, we always uh, like go for a meal on like one of the equinoxes or the solstices. So it could be like one more. <laughs> Alexa, if you're struggling for like stuff to do with your family around this time of year, you're like, oh, we don't have enough stuff. Then <laughs> maybe you could be like, hey, now we celebrate the solstices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Celebrate why not all. indeed? So, um, yeah. So anyway, moving on. So I want to talk a little bit about Venus because Venus goes into Aquarius on the the 20th of December and then stays there and goes into Pisces on the 13th of January. Cool. That's so Venus today, today. The 20th yeah. of December, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, I'm still like not really plugged into like dates and like <laughs> times and whatever because of the, the whole travel yeah. episode. Carrie, yeah, so- I just want to say Carrie Ann Schultz. Hi, Carrie Ann. It says, Legend. it's Michael Boyle season. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. You have just boosted his <laughs> ego in the best way possible. Right. Thank you. Uh, that's, the, that's the kind of compliment I can take because it's not too direct. You know mm, I mean? Okay. <laughs> take notes, everybody. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Venus is the... 
the planet that shows like relationships as well as like your relationship to like beauty and, and value and stuff like that. So I just want to say between now then and the 13th of January, when Venus is in Aquarius, it can be a time of like reinvention as far as like how you relate to other people. So, you know, like back in the day, I always thought this was, this was like a cool thing. Uh, Amber, you were talking about boomers earlier. So like before social media, and the internet and everything when people went away to university like they could completely reinvent themselves yeah. and there's no way that people would know you yeah. know they just like turn up i love that you can't do that today so much no you, know? you can't do that today it's a tough time right. for young kids but what are you gonna do? right um you can't you can't do it today unless venus is in aquarius so if you want to take if you want to jump on the reinvention wagon uh now's the time to do it uh, time maybe to like do something a little bit wacky as well if you've got like a kind of like zany plan um of like a kind of like cool like date idea or you want to like take a trip with uh like your friends or with your partner or whatever it might be could be a or cool go on a retreat that. maybe oh, 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 oh hello oh, bringing it oh, back oh, oh. bringing it back okay uh, definitely you know a cool time to just like you know just like throw the rule book out the window and just like be a bit bit mad with things yeah. even like with value and stuff like if there's like some weird like expenditure thing you want to you want to do like for example a retreat oh, <laughs> then, <laughs> could be could be like a, a good time to do that maybe you want to like buy something like like for your house maybe you want to buy like a lava lamp i don't know i don't know why that's <laughs> a lava like, lamp that is it that is an expensive i used to have there. a purple lava lamp when i was growing up i loved it, it was the did you that's yeah. cool definitely get and one. now's the time to replace it yeah oh okay all right bringing it back um, Absolutely. Bring it all back. Self-referential podcast. Um, so yeah, same. So I just want to mention that they're like, if you want to like reinvent yourself or do something a little bit like um, a little bit new or whatever, like just like a surprise, like like oh, don't expect that of you, kind of thing. Just like do it because that's that's where it's going to be. You know what? What are the what, dates the, for that? Ne- today till when? Till the thirteenth of January. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Sweet. Uh, and then that's my dad's ISIS, birthday. So. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Friday the thirteenth. He was born on Friday the thirteenth in January. That's cool. Yeah. Happy Happy birthday. Maybe Thanks. you should buy him a lava lamp. Maybe. Oh my god. I bought Bring him something back. else for Christmas. Well, oh, but it's his birthday too. Mm. This is always this is the time where I get nailed with uh, present buying because my mom's birthday is November nineteenth. Then it's Christmas and Hanukkah. We do both. Then it's my dad's birthday. And whatever. And That's the solstice. It, and the and. solstice. I got to get the solstice <laughs> presents, you know, or everyone will be pissed. <laughs> hey, Liz. Liz Magnolia says, hey, all. Oh, God. Hello, okay. hello. So, yeah, so I just want to mention that about Venus. So I want to talk about finally come to my favorite, my favorite part of the astrology. How are we doing for time, by the way? How much time have we got? Uh, what time is it? I can't it see. It is 2.54. 2. Great. We have 30 five minutes 36 minutes. oh great it's so weird being so like far ahead in time uh of you guys it's now five to eight p.m here wow, wow. that right. is and far. the sun the what's it like in the future three. yeah it's dark and it's raining because <laughs> i'm in scotland oh, <laughs> it's not not a lot of hope there huh <laughs> Unfortunately. It's oh, da- your future the- looks dark it's dark and rainy yeah. okay dark and rainy but full of great astrology chat Mm. nice right Touché. bringing it back Touché. uh so okay so the moon right so you know that i'm just for anyone who's new to the oh, new moon no anyone who's uh no 
I'm trying to make another pun about the moon, but the first one wasn't very good, so I'm just going to move on. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the, the moon cycle, I like to work with the moon, and I always like um, equate it with like a, like a breath meditation where the new moon is where you can't see the moon in the sky, and so it's like when your lungs are empty, and then as she waxes over the, the two weeks after and becomes a full moon, it's like when you breathe in, and a lot of those meditations, they ask you to imagine like a white light that you're breathing in, and then at that point when your lungs are full would be the full moon, and then you take a second to pause, and then you like breathe out like a black smoke or whatever. So when working with the moon, I always like to, right? Feels so good. <laughs> Should do that more often. Just breathe, you know? Feels really great. Breath break. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only podcast that Seriously. does breath breaks. A breath break. It's actually a really I love good it. idea. It is. It's not dead air if you breathe loud enough. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so the always a good idea to work with the moon that when she's waxing, going from a new moon into a full moon, to ask her to help uh, something grow, like in your mm. life or in whatever you're working with, like ask her to help you at the the new moon, ask her to to help it expand. And I always like to, in the, the sky, when you see the moon like grow, you can kind of like feel that whatever it is your intention, whatever it might be, is growing with her. And then the same thing when from the full moon to the new moon, as she's waning and getting smaller, then you can say, okay, whatever, like whatever thing X, I don't want that. Okay, when you ask the moon to like help you kind of breathe it out and release it, you can see, like feel it shrinking as you see the moon shrinking in the, in the sky. Mm. Great one. So the new moon, that we've got, and this actually is picture number two, I'll DJ Alexa. Oh, DJ Alexa. Is that the right one? That's exactly the right one. So this is the new moon in Capricorn, which is gonna be, uh, depending on where you are in the world, either 25th or 26th of December. Um, you can kind of work with the moon's energy like a, about a day before and a day after. So, which is good at this time of year because bang on Christmas day, who's got time for a, for, who's got time to stop, you know, eating, having good time with your family and do a moon ritual. I mean, not I mean, me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Not me either. Anyway. <laughs> so nerd over here. Uh, so the new moon in Capricorn 25th, 26th of December at the bottom, you can see here that we've got the, the moon and then the sun and then Jupiter and then the South node. So they're all pretty close. And um, they're, the four degrees Capricorn is where the moon and the sun are. And then Jupiter is uh, at five degrees, so definitely conjunct. And the south node over there is what I'm going to focus on just here in a second. So pretty pretty good times. Jupiter, as we spoke about last time, is like about this expansion and just like just good times, like, like positivity and like happiness and just kind of like good luck as well kind of come with Jupiter. So um, good times for Christmas. Looks like we're going to have a lucky Christmas this year. We're all getting lucky this Christmas. And then we, thanks for not laughing. And then we've got oh, the. Sorry, I laughed in my head and I was just shocked. <laughs> and Michael made like two, run at the, two runs at that joke too. Two runs at it and, and both still times. nothing. So sorry, Michael. I, I didn't so even funny. hear that. I actually Try it again. one run. Try it again. Try it again. So guess time. what, guys? This Christmas, <laughs> we're all going to get lucky. <laughs> Good one, Michael. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I love coming on this podcast. We're up all night to get lucky. <laughs> We're up all night to get lucky. I love that song. And we get a sing song, karaoke and everything. Yeah. Uh, so this new moon for me is essentially about that. It's about just like, okay, it's about um, just like getting the shit out, to be honest. It's like because the wow. south node, the south node is, is about kind of like releasing like your old self. 
and uh. the other side of the, of the thing we've got the north node which is more like who you're going to grow into who you're mm. growing into the person you're becoming and there's yeah. some cool stuff there with like karma and stuff so like getting the shit out quite frankly like this new moon it's like you know what like this you know as the as the moon expands ask her to help you with just like shedding the the old you which you know it's kind of like what we're all thinking about anyway you know because we just we drew a line on the first of january and said okay that's like the arbitrary like you know new year but yeah. it kind of helps you know like if it's real if you want it to be you know and people set new year's resolutions it, they can set those in july if they want to but everyone does it in, in january so thinking about like the past year and like the parts of yourself you want to shed and like the new version of yourself that you want to like you want to come into good nice one Love it. and the other the other thing here in green at the top right we've got uranus up here <laughs> so there's like a, a blue <laughs> always a funny one I'm, i never like if you say like uranus obviously that's hilarious and then if you want to say like uranus it's still like still a little bit a little, little bit juvenile yeah exactly yeah. Still, uranus. yeah it's it's still funny okay <clears throat> it's <laughs> the poor guy um so he's got a train which is a, a thumbs up good time blue line that goes from him to the to the moon so uranus uh, is kind of like the mad scientist planet that's um what we were saying before a little bit about um about aquarius with with venus it's like uranus is the ruling planet of of aquarius so that kind of like reinventing yourself and being a little bit wacky and stuff like that it's going to be easier it's going to come quite easily to us this you know this time of year with this new moon um because of because of this influence of of uranus so actually it's a really good time to think about like you know when you're having christmas dinner you like talk about because you know i don't know about you guys but like i mean for me obviously i've been away for five years and I'm coming back having Christmas dinner with man's and uncles who want to know everything, you know, they don't yeah. even know mm-hmm. that I'm an astrologer or whatever, yeah. you know? So I'll be like, Oh, I'll really be thinking about like the new me and like really like telling them about it to kind of like solidify like in their minds, which of course is like helping to create reality. Mm-hmm. So like real good time to just like be, I think maybe be open about like the version of yourself that you want to be because it'll, you know, when you're around the table with everybody, cause I think it'll really, solidify i don't know what that hand thing was but <laughs> i think it was like building i don't know uh but yeah so that's essentially the, the new moon and then we can also get a clue as to what we can work on when we look at the the full moon which did the dj alexa is picture number three. Oh, you like right, that cool <laughs> yeah I, I love that i love a good dj good what am i talking about <laughs> did a great job so we've got this, uh, this is the full moon here, which is on the 10th of January, we've got a full moon in Cancer. Um, so we've got the, the moon is in uh, teal. Is that what we're calling that color? Sure. No, you guys Aqua. called it something Cyan. Else. Cyan. Cyan, there we go. Damn it. <laughs> Cyan, the moon is in Cyan there in the bottom left in Cancer. Directly opposite at the top right, I've highlighted in yellow, we've got a uh, from the right-hand side up, we've got the sun, then we've got Mercury, and then Saturn, and then Pluto. Okay, so the sun is obviously going to be opposite the, the moon because it's a full moon, that's what a full moon is. And then we've got Mercury is like so close. It's like very, very almost exact uh, opposite. Always a, always a good time, Mercury. Then we've got uh, Saturn and Pluto over there as well. They're opposite the moon, which is kind of like makes this full moon kind of a big deal. And I was thinking about this, and I was like, oh, no, it's... It's Saturn and Pluto, but do you know what? Like this is on the 10th of January and that's two days before the exact conjunction of Saturn and Pluto, which as I mentioned, is kind of like a closing of a, of a, of a chapter in a way. It's kind of like, it's almost like oh, this like ridiculous year of like 
of like tough lessons that it seems like we've all been faced with, you know, and it's been, you know, I remember if you, if you listen back even to like one of the first things we did this year, I'm sure we were talking about, I'm sure we were like, oh, you know, it's going to be, let's see who's been doing their homework, you know, because if yeah. you, you know, and it turns out, you know, none of us were, but, yeah. but now we've all grown so much this year because we've had to, you know, we just, we've not had a choice. Um, so we're almost on the other side of it. So I was thinking about this, this like full moon. And for me, it's like a, a big deal, but I kind of see this as being like, it's like maybe like a big reveal, a, kind of like a last, a last word in your ear before like these guys, you got your hand up. Oh no, I was like, oh, like a big reveal. <laughs> I was like, oh. See behind the curtain. I, I thought you were going to do a big reveal. I was like, oh my God, it's happening early. <laughs> not that kind of a reveal. Oh, Jesus. If you're not watching on this, on uh, the live stream, you should be because Alexa just did a big reveal, everyone. <laughs> that was a big reveal, apparently. Yeah. She's got a left hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't tell them what it is. They have to tune in. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. It's called marketing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Back to back to the big reveal on the planets. The big the big reveal. The big reveal. But then I was like, do you know what? I think it's more like a kind of um like at your schools and stuff, do you have like a prize giving at the end of the year where it's like what? a party like so in my school there was like people who did well in exams they got like a prize and there was this like stupid like all day event where we had to like turn up and sit in this they hired like a theater and we all had to like sit in a seat and just like applaud for like seven hours oh god that sounds terrible that sounds like a lot of uh you have to applaud the people that got the best grades um yeah pretty much is that like every year or is that like a graduation Every single. Oh my god! No, we don't do that. No, we don't do that. Okay, so let's say we give no shits here in America. Go ahead. (laughs) Just like you did well. Oh no! In America, everybody gets a gold star. That's true. So nobody is singled out. Can I just say that the gold stars that I give out for astrology points, those are legit. Like not just everyone gets. They're real stars out of the sky. didn't realize you guys' perception of what gold stars are was so that they were just like useless. No, these these mean oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually crying from laughing. <laughs> this happens every time you come on, Michael. Go ahead. I, it's great. <laughs> this is, like I said, the most fun you can have. Um, it really so is. I, I feel like this is kind of like ah, uh, prize giving is exactly what it is. Um mm. like at the end of maybe like the end of like a school year, is there maybe like a day? where you go in or maybe like a week after exams or something and you kind of just like go there and like the teacher you've taught everything and you just like play games or like maybe don't even oh yeah well in school we used to have that where it's like about to be christmas break and it's like the last two days of school and it's just like fun like there's not you're not doing anything you're just like having fun giving candy canes doing all that stuff exactly and i'd imagine so in our school it was kind of like the teacher was like even like the harsh like disciplinarians were like a little bit softer and it was kind of like yeah everyone's in a good mood yeah, because exactly. everybody's about to be on break. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So that's pretty much how I see this full moon, where it's like, even though like Pluto and Saturn are there, it's like, they're like, ah, you know, like, it's like if if there was work to do, like if you still got like some work to do in yourself, I feel like they would still like present it to you. But mm. I feel like we've all been through so much this year. Yeah. I think I think we've pretty much all, we've done it, you know? So I kind of feel like that's kind of what this is going to be. It's going to be like a, a non-uniform day because... We have school uniforms in yeah. Scotland, so it's kind of like dress down day. Dress I don't know. down day. Um, yeah. Right? So it's kind of like, 
it's this full moon is just going to be like a, ah, like you've done it already. Like, you know, I think Pluto and Saturn are kind of exhausted of like dragging us through the mud or whatever. So <laughs> I think they'll probably just like not bother so much. Um, and also the fact that the moon, <clears throat> the other thing here is at the top, there's in green, we've got Neptune up here. Who's like always oh, a nice guy with the moon. The moon loves Neptune. But they kind of like, <clears throat> they're like kind of art, <clears throat> excuse me, are and clearing their throat, and they also like doing things like that. That wasn't so funny either. Um, they've got <laughs> they've got uh, this like thing where they're they're like really watery and like. Sorry, I completely lost my thing there because I cleared my throat. But anyway, the point is <laughs> Neptune good, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Neptune good. <laughs> Neptune good. Good on you, astrologer. Neptune. That's Neptune's our that's our go-to. So essentially, yeah, so this this new moon just is about like kind of like thinking about the version of yourself that you kind of want to uh, grow into uh, mm. like going forward. Because like, why not take advantage of the kind of like collective energy there is around like the new year and everything. Yeah. January, by the way, is named after the Roman god Janus of like doorways, you know. Oh, it's, like, yeah. oh. Michael, you're so smart. Speaking. I'd spend a lot of time on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wait, so speaking of that. Michael, do you have any, like, insight on um, astrologically? So, okay, we talked about how 2019 is this year of, like, immense growth. And I think we all can attest to that. We've had to grow, and it's been painful AF and scary AF. But it's also been, like, really joyous in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. really exciting in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's been a lot of work, right? So 2020, what's, like, the forecast? Any, Any insight there? Mm. So the, there's not going to – a lot of the um, the the outer planets, which would be the ones kind of like driving the growth, they've – a lot of them are going to stay where they are as far as like in what in what sign. Um, so I, I don't really think there's going to be – I think it's going to be quite an, an easier thing because the, the main thing for me this year was the, the Saturn and Pluto conjunction, which, as I mentioned, is going to be the 12th of January. Uh, and then Saturn moves quite a lot faster than Pluto, so he'll go out of conjunction. Then he goes retrograde a little bit around, I think, February. So he'll kind of come close again. But other than that, it'll be good. Um, the rest of them, Uranus, like Neptune, uh, even Jupiter. No, I think they're all going to be pretty. It's going to be, like, easier, I think, this uh, the next year. I feel like we've, you know, we've done our homework and it's kind of like summer holiday time. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be challenges, of course, but it's not going to be as intense as this year. I think well, that's be. good. That's exciting. Yeah, right? Good that's- news, everybody. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I was feeling about it. Like, this is the year we, like, had to put in, like, a lot of hard, like, ground. It's like starting a business, right? It's a groundwork Mm -hmm. year. It's like you got to, like, grind hard this year. Like, 2019, you got it. Like, every challenge that can come up is going to be thrown at you. The next year, you're, like, at least you got the groundwork laid. Like, you're you're out of that, like, grind mode and you're more on, like, Mm -hmm. building. But, like, you know what you're doing a little bit, you know? Definitely. I mean, for example, last year I had all kinds of stuff. Like I had a, a friend who like really wasn't well and came to like live with us for like a couple of, uh, for like about a month, I think maybe three weeks. Um, and, you know, it was like, obviously like, you know, glad that we could, we could help her and stuff like that. But it was like, obviously kind of like tough and stuff and like a bit of like a, a drain on space and also like finances and stuff. Mm. And there was other things like uh, we got robbed and stuff like that. So yeah, I had to like, buy a new phone, right. which I only, I bought like the same phone again. And it was just like, I just had to spend money on the resumption of like the life I was living before yeah. and other things like I got a job um, 
like midway through last year, like rising for like a, a numerology website. And it was like really, I didn't really enjoy it. It was like loads of work. And then it was like, cool. I finally got paid and I was like, oh my God, that's so good. Then my computer broke. So I basically had to spend all that money just again, resuming the same thing. So I was like, yeah. what am I? Like, what's we'll yeah. things like that, you know, just kept happening. Yeah. I did that a couple of weeks ago. I dropped my phone while I was listening to an interview with the, <laughs> the founder of the Otterbox. And I was just like, and I just, I just went somewhere and paid $180 for them to replace the phone, the, the screen in about five minutes. Because I was about to get on a flight to LA and I'm like, I'm not going to have a cracked screen like flying and doing all this stuff. But I just had the same feeling like, what was that for? Like, what What was that for? That was like, unnecessary. That, yeah, it was just like, here, we, we need to tax you $180 real quick. I don't know. Like, right. it, <laughs> but, well, actually, like what that. I'll say is I feel like for me, it was like, okay, it, going back to homework, it's like, okay, you chill on finances, like you chill now, like, like you say you're chill. So it, it doesn't 180 bucks, you can, you can throw that at this and just not blink. And I felt like when I cracked the screen, I felt that old dread come up of, oh, no, oh, God, this is I'm gonna have to spend 200 bucks on this. And then I was just like, well, there's no point in even giving any energy to this, because I know I'm gonna get it done. So just go get it done. And I just went and got it done. And then I like basically forgot that I got it. It went, it, I processed it so much quicker and I moved mm. through it so much quicker and it didn't really affect me at all, you know? Mm. So I think for me, it was like, I like thinking of, you know, the universe kind of being like, D- did you do your homework type of thing? Like, okay, you, are you good? Let's see if you're really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And same for you I, probably. I did t- I did a lot of, so this year I started working with um, like death as like an archetype or like an energy because mm. um, like around Pluto, because the conjunction with Pluto and the moon in my chart was like, okay, let's like process this like through, you know, magic or whatever. So it was like, I had this like altar and stuff and it was really cool. The day that I got, um, I had this like awesome like piece of granite that was black and I had that as like the base for it. And I found this like icon at like a like a market or something of like a, a skull kind of head, whatever. It looked pretty cool. Pretty edgy, but also pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Put down the thing. And like the next day was the day that we got robbed. And I remember because I, I wrote I wrote to her and I was to death. And I was like, was that you? Because if that's your like way of teaching me to like let go of things, I'm not interested in working with you. So like, mm. let's like, let's start all over. Right. But then I thought about it and I was like, no, it is because I'm not just doing it as death. I'm doing it as like Pluto. So it's like about power relations and about just like not being in control of everything and yeah. then since then i was just like okay i have to spend this money on this like i have it you know instead of being like oh i work so hard and now i just have to it's like oh i have it you know yeah. like what's the problem you know, and at least like nobody was hurt yeah well yeah, and it's it teaching you that it's teaching you that it's just things right yeah. mm-hmm. and and you can replace them and like you said you were in the position where you had the ability to get by right or do yeah. what you needed to do and I think that is like a big part of like that's that feels like a huge theme of last year. It's like, hey, you look at this as like you're losing something, but actually what you're gaining is the understanding that you're surviving and you can handle this and you're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. And a lot of the stuff for me has been like getting up my own way as far as like and by the way, if anyone if anyone needs like a life coach. These two ladies right here, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Legends. Uh, no, like especially like both of you have been in like in my ear like all year about like value yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that as well. 
you know, mm-hmm. and that, I think that like a lot of that is like, you know, still not sure exactly what the root of it is, but like I'm getting closer to just like, or like trusting in whatever and just like going for it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's been like a, and it's things like that as well, a bit like being robbed and being like, oh no, you know, it's like realizing like the extent to which I'm in my own way, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. I just was journaling before this call about, so the thing that keeps coming up the past couple weeks it's I Amy, mean, Amby, you keep saying it, other people keep saying it, but just everyone's saying it. Sam from Positive Head says it just the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, right? And I've been yeah. really trying to like take that to heart and look at all the ways that like I'm like, okay, what are all the patterns in my life right now that cause me trouble? What are like looking at, at them all and suddenly seeing, oh my God, they're all the same freaking pattern. They seem different. But they literally are the same thing. And it all comes back to, I mean, I know I'm saying something that we talk about all the time, but it all comes back to me. Like it all comes back to something I'm not giving myself, right? It feels like it's everyone else doing it to me, but it feel, it's really me. And um, I just really love that idea like for right for, for this month and moving into 2020, like the way that you do one thing is the way you do everything and yeah. really allowing that to illuminate um, your life for you and realize how it's actually not that complicated. It's actually very simple. Mm. There's like one or two mm. patterns that are like ruling every single thing you do. And if you can just go get to those things and start working with those, not the outer manifestations, work with those within yourself, everything yeah. else will just kind of start to transform. And I don't know. I just felt really called to share that right now. And that's where the work is. That's where the hard part is, is seeing the, seeing the pattern because you can't change what you don't see, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing the pattern and then when it comes up again, shifting it, realizing that it's the pattern and saying, oh, okay, I'm going to do something different this time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really interesting because this came up for me. Avoidance came up yesterday and I was like, oh shit. Okay, I'm avoiding a huge part of my life right now because I don't want to face it. And to everybody else, I realize that it's like very obvious. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was like, hmm, you're avoiding this aspect of work and it's replaying, it's it's showing up again, you know, in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting because I'm like, that's how I fix my relationship is by showing up at work. And that's how I fix my work is by showing up at my relationship. Exactly. Just showing up. Yep. Being present and like um, I read this book actually. Someone in the group recommended – oh, Shannon recommended this book like The Dance with Anger or something. But I mm-hmm. started reading a book, another <laughs> version by the same author called like The Dance of Vulnerability, I think it is. And it's all about how like our re- – like she was taking, <laughs> for example, a relationship. Uh, so this woman was having an issue with her relationship and really going back to like – again, this is all stuff we talk about, but how like she's distant from her dad. So until she uh, f- yeah. fixes the relationship with her dad, that's always going to mm-hmm. reflect in her relationship with her partner. And she's always going to have this distance because there's this mistrust and all this stuff. And I was just like, wow, like – I don't know. I just I just feel like it's so interesting how right now everything is just I feel like it's suddenly being illuminated how everything really 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 is so connected and is so much more simple than we think. We sit here and go, "I don't know why any of this is happening." <laughs> yeah, you do. We all do. <laughs> but Yeah, you do. You just may not be aware of it. 
Right. And I feel like right now is a really good time. And Michael, let me know if I'm wrong or right about this. But I feel like right now is a really good time to self to look back, to self-reflect and mm. actually see it clearly. Definitely. I mean, that's kind of the, I was just thinking that everything you're just saying is, is perfect for what I was saying with the new moon, you know, about like getting the shit out, about like looking back. Because, I mean, we've all been through like it really does seem like we've all been through like loads like this year of like real shit and i'm just talking about like oh they didn't have the bread i like or whatever you know real stuff yeah you know like more so than normal i wish that was my problem they didn't have the bread that that i like sons of bitches (laughs) (laughs) pluto um the bread snatcher michael how can people get in touch with you because you have such a big Let's fan base. Let's chat about it. Yeah. How can people can get, get in touch with you? How can they work with you? All the things. So you can, uh, first of all, I want to say that for me, this this next year is going to be, I'm 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 doing it. I'm going I'm going full time on this motherfucker. Hell so, yeah. Excuse, excuse my yeah. language. Yeah. Anyway, so, so going full time, like just like, here. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, because I moved back home and stuff like that. So like, same with my mom for a while, then going to South Africa after. So just like, can like focus on this whole thing. So like, going to be what like, Last year, like I said, all the stuff, but gonna be like in the inner bloom guy, writing up the thing, posting the whatever. So that's the best place you can find me is in the inner bloom. Uh, what's it? Inner bloomers, it's called, right? Yeah, Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Face, I'm sorry, Facebook group. Uh, or you can find my page, White Magic with Michael, Magic with a CK, and Michael spelled like it is right here, M A E C H Y L. Get in touch with me. We can do astrology, we can do natal chart reading, we can do sinistry, we can do the. Whereas transits, we can like look at how these transits are matched up to your chart. We can do how the transits looking forward, like in time for the next three months or whatever, what's coming up for you. Um, we can do tarot. We can do astrology and tarot together. We can do Reiki Ooh, and astrology. Snap. We can do Reiki and tarot. We, we can do a it lot. all. We can do it all. Can do it all. We're making an announcement right here. Oh, my God. Here we go. <gasps> yeah, you got it, Michael. So, do it. Do it. The, these ladies have, have been on my case, and it's gone through, and unbelievable. So... <laughs> oh my guys i'm scared anyway the point is do it <laughs> jump off the ledge the a jump off the ledge so the price the hourly price as, as per reflecting the value that i'm putting on my time as mm-hmm. as michael boyle from mm-hmm. white magical michael is going to be 77 dollars an hour and that's like really Woo! So hell so to is, the I'm yeah hell yeah right and uh, if you want to if you want to book before um before the new year then mm-hmm. I'll do you. I'll do you a cheeky whatever your new moon resolutions are, or moving forward, whatever whatever intentions you're setting for the for the new year, for the new you. Uh, I'll help you. I'll do you a little sigil, a bonus free sigil if you book before the yeah. new year. Yeah. If uh, yeah, if you'll do so, a little sigil to do with what your intention is, and I'll charge it for you and all that stuff. I've yeah. had a sigil from Michael, and it was pretty powerful. I loved it. Yeah, a sigil is. Do you want to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whitney says, "Level up, take my money." Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Whitney, I love you. <laughs> um, do you want to explain what a sigil is really quick for those who might not know? Sure. So essentially you take a – it's essentially like a, a kind of mode of like intention setting, uh, like kind of like magical things. So you take a sentence of desire would be the proper thing, so essentially an intention, uh, and basically just play around with the letters or play around with like an image that like represents that thing, whatever, and put it together in a thing that – vaguely um, recalls to your subconscious the intention but not to your conscious mind because that's where reality gets created isn't this the subconscious so it's a way of like slipping past the conscious mind into the subconscious so uh, I'll, I'll do a little a little um well not a little but 
as little as you like. I'll do a, a sigil for you and I'll charge it with some intention. I'll send it to you so you can make it your phone background, draw it on your arm, put it in your fridge, whatever you want to do, or just draw it on a piece of paper and then burn it. It'll work just the same. Um, mm -hmm. And everything. So yeah, we'll just work with your sense of desire and uh, yeah. and make your dreams come true. There we go. Woo How's that for a sales pitch? Awesome. Yeah, sigils are awesome. So yeah, book with Michael. When did you say before the new year? Yeah, before the so if you get in touch with me before before the, before the end of the year. Before the end of the year and get a free yeah. sigil. Woohoo. That's awesome. That is Michael, awesome. Michael, magic Michael. Oh, also just just saying this would also be a really good gift for someone, you know? Like holiday Absolutely. gift, like if you want to, you know, a parent, a friend, a sibling, or you could do, get um, like the synastry reading, which is like how you your chart corresponds with someone else's chart, like your partners or like your best friend or something like that, right? Some of, some, some of the most fun I've ever had doing astrology has been with uh, a couple where neither of them have had a natal chart reading before. And I did it once. Oh, I can't remember, um, can't remember who, who was in it. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Becoming the M. Is it Madeline? Can't remember. Damn it. Uh, and so we did like their both their natal charts, mm -hmm. and it was Marilyn. That's who it was. I'm Marilyn. If you're listening, uh, we did uh, like both their natal charts for like an hour, like one natal mm -hmm. chart and another natal chart. Then we did a synastry thing together, all in like three hours, and it was the most fun three hours I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah, synastry is great. You like look at the relationship. We did one for you guys, hey? Yeah, for yeah, me and Ambie. Yeah, we did. Yeah, great. <laughs> Uh, hmm. the, the and how much are the synastry readings? How much is that? I'd be the same. I'd be seventy-seven. You just try to get me. I mean, say again, seventy-seven dollars for the hour because it would be the the same. Right, seventy-seven an hour. Cool. Yeah. But to do the synastry reading, do you, they have to do the natal chart reading first? The, I, I would definitely prefer to that because the only reason ah. is um, because the themes. That's what a natal chart is. It's basically themes. So I would talk to when I do a natal chart. It's like okay. This kind of theme, how does it come up in your life to get the specifics mm -hmm. and then get more specific advice? So in the synastry, I'll look at, okay, this kind of thing, how does that contract with this thing and the other person's things to chart, if that makes sense. Cool. Well, take well, them up on it, folks. The take them up on it before we talk them into higher value, which is coming yeah, soon. They, they so try. I mean, they try <laughs> get them while get him while he's here. Get him while he's under a hundred dollars, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome, Michael. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so and we love having you before we go. Actually, we're just going to, uh, talk about a couple of things. One of which is our new retreat, which Woo! is a retreat and a three month coaching program, um, which we are doing in the magical location of Sedona, Arizona. We invested in like the coolest property ever. It's like a mansion under cathedral rock in, uh, Sedona, Arizona, um, it's a 15-person house, um, and we're, we're only taking 10 people, though, um, to join us in this retreat. And we have recently decided to open this up to both genders. So it is no longer the Lioness Leadership Retreat. It is the Divine Leadership Retreat. Um, and we are insanely excited about this. We've already had calls with many of you, and uh, we're, we're really excited about who it looks like is going to be joining us. Um, so the spots are first come, first serve, but we do want to do um, an interview process first before essentially inviting you to uh, join, just to make sure that we're both on the same page, that, yeah, we're a good fit, that you're 100% in, that we're 100% in, because 
uh, what we discovered doing this before is that this this group of people that that joined together within the retreat and then within the three month coaching program, the mm-hmm. strength of everyone in there and the the commitment and and the magnitude of everyone's energy in there, it just, it ends up becoming like this crazy mastermind and it just, everyone in there just starts taking off like a rocket ship. So we want everyone in there yep. to be very energetically committed and, um, and yeah, just a good fit for each other. So if this sounds like something you want to join in on, uh, shoot us an email, innerbloompodcast at gmail.com. Um, the dates are February 26th through March 2nd. So it's a five-day retreat and it's going to be – bomb.com so excited about this Ambi. anything else yeah um a couple of things we have um i'm doing my live readings again on tuesday nights at nine um i am gonna do one on christmas eve i've never done one on christmas eve before i'm probably gonna have 10 people watching but why not let's do it let's give it a shot um maybe i'll wear oh i'll wear a santa hat anyway got distracted um also (laughs) Santa hat hat. you had me at Santa hat also I am um, taking two more people for January spots for a coaching program intuitive business development Um, so it's when you work with me one-on-one about developing your business um, intuitively Um, these are for people that have already had businesses much different than the divine leadership retreat divine leadership and coaching program is for starting out um, coming into like who you are as a leader, stepping forward. This is a little bit different. So reach out to me just to see if we're the right fit. Awesome. And I also want to mention that I, uh, my how to start your own podcast course is still open. It's going to be open until it actually debuts on January 3rd. So it's $97 for a two hour webinar um, where you're going to learn how to record, edit, mix, publish your podcast. Um, So it's really set up just to get you started and help you understand how to streamline your process, how to make it simple for yourself. Um, And I know there's a lot of you out there that want to start podcasts. So if you want to learn or if you want to give it as a gift, another another idea, um, the link is mm-hmm. in the show notes or you can reach out to me directly. would love to have you there. So yeah. there's just a lot – there's just a lot of things that you can partake in and that's – that's Oh, geez. Geez, Louise. Always catching me off guard. <laughs> Not really. They shouldn't be It's off. literally like – it's so I know. strange. It's like we no, don't do this every time. No, I <laughs> – <laughs> I know there's just a lot of technical stuff I have to do over here. If with you the... want me to start pulling up the patrons, I will. No, <laughs> no, I'm a control freak. Okay. I'm a control freak. That guys... might be fun to try to get me to read on air. We've done that before, and that was a train wreck. Yeah, good times, everybody. Can <laughs> you remote view them? I think we tried I to do that. Might. I mean, I can memorize them. Yeah. I have like Timfony, Polito, <laughs> Sheena Lip. We've been down this road a couple times. Yeah. Tina Bowen, Grace. Okay, what I up, have Grace? Them. I have. I don't know your last name. Well, hold Thank on. you. I'm, I'm pretty sure Tammy Lip is after Tina Bowen. I'm just gonna say that. Right yeah, now. you're right. Oh shit. Okay, I have them up. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreons: Adonica Haskell, Alex Anderson, Alex Latiri, A Million Little Kara Miranda, uh, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Cheyenne Carol, Courtney Fahey, Dana McFadden, Dana Phillips, Courtney Evil. Fahey. Yeah, she was just on on this live too. What e- up, Courtney? Eval Tattoo, Grace, uh, Heather Ma- Mao, Heather Mao, Jamie Purinton, Jamie Edwards, Jamie McMahon, Kasha Boshnevich, 
Lori Johnston, Mandy Ford, Maribel Munsey, Mimi of Netter, Mar- Nicolette Pierce, um, Peter's School of Irish, of Dance, Irish Dance, Priscilla Marquez, Renee Hart, Sammy Jean, Sarah Meehan, Shannon McCoy, Sean Doe, Sheena Bowen, Tammy Lip, Tiffany Polito, Whitney, and the Ghost, and your Radical Heart QHHT. Thank you. Oh, and Nike, thank you so much for supporting us. And, oh, just a reminder, our next um, public conversations with ARC9 will be uh, the day after Christmas. So December 26th, peeps. Yes. So if you want to get in on that, there's still time. You just have to sign up as our Patreon on the Dragonfly tier, and that link will be in our show notes. If you want to talk to the ARC9 and ask them a question about the world or the universe or your life or your dog or we're whatever. We're also I'm, – I was going to say we're starting a new channel. Um, Alexa's starting a new channel. No, she's not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Um, I said we're, so I was joking. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm starting a channel with my eyes open, so that's new. So Been stay tuned cool. for – walking around because that very well might happen who knows yeah. who knows? super oh awesome God. all right well we love you all so much um michael thank you for being here we love you so much can't wait for the next season and happy birthday Woo! happy birthday great stuff <laughs> uh, no i had a blast as always you're the best and you're also the best oh Until next time, keep on blooming, everybody. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 